Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Hey, what's up, League of Wildness? Wildman Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. On this episode, I want to talk about cold showers and shout out to the Monkey Wild crew, Chris Cabezas. Hopefully, I said that right. He he had a question or post. He basically was asking about, is the pain of adaptation simply unavoidable? And is it best to just jump in with 10 breaths? Or do people have success with a ramp up? Thanks for the question, Chris. And again, we're talking about cold showers here. Ken says cold water is for sadists and the mentally ill. Well, hopefully, uh, Hopefully he's not right about that because that describes myself and I think several others on this. Shout out to Earl up in the Arctic, the wild man of the north. But I think it's a great question and it's something when I've been in the cold shower groove, I mean, it's like it's never – I don't want to say it's never easy, but there's always like this thought in my mind of, man, this is going to suck. But I think it's actually the worst part is – it's that anticipation. And for me, the goal, it's always, I'm trying to eliminate that hesitation. And I, I wrote this in the group page, but I want to minimize what I'm calling the hesitation gap. And again, you know, it's going to suck, but I think it's only going to, it only sucks for like a couple seconds. Once you've, once you've kind of immersed yourself, you get that cold water all over. I mean, it honestly, it's not that bad after that initial, like maybe five to 10 seconds. And especially if you start slowly, which if you're doing the body hardening manual, or if you're working through the body, excuse me, if you're working through the body hardening manual, it's like 20 seconds on day one. I'm holding it right now. Day one, you're only doing a 20 second cold shower. I mean, it's just not that long. And I think what's worked really well for me when I first got into this which was in, I believe it was 2017 because Wildman Earl, I went out to stay with him in Lofoten, Norway, which is above the Arctic Circle. I went out there in February of 2017 to scout for the Monkey Venture, which that'd be fun to do again one of these days. But essentially, it was like 15 of us. It was part of the Monkey Bars 2 Kickstarter. We met up in Norway had a week, a week of adventure and wildness up there. But I went out to scout it, stayed with Earl. He was kind enough to host me. And he introduced me to Wim Hof and cold water immersion and all that. And I've never fully immersed. I've never done like the Wim Hof program specifically, but I just kind of consumed some of the content, listened to him on podcasts, read online, and kind of just absorbed some of the concepts into my own practice, I guess you can say. But I remember Earl and I spent like a whole night. We were trying to find a place to jump in the ocean. And we eventually ended up his deck at his house was literally like on the sea. And we ended up jumping in the water and I was such a softy. I like barely jumped in and just rebounded out immediately. But this again, this is February in the Arctic and uh my California blood just wasn't I wasn't conditioned, but after that, I just started doing, I I think there was a Wim Hof cold shower challenge I did. 
I'm pretty sure that on my Instagram, on my personal wild Dan Vincent Instagram, there's a photo if you scroll down a little bit, but it was a very simple protocol where you were, you were working up over time, just adding like 10 seconds a week type of thing, but working up to a couple of minutes after doing it consistently, it just, it wasn't a big deal. And I think for me, what really helped was just, again, minimizing that hesitation gap. So the more I like got psyched up and ramped up before, it's almost like the worse it was jumping in the cold water. But I was thinking about this walking the other day. The best way I can describe it, or a kind of a parallel situation for me is when I'm rock climbing. If I'm above my gear doing a hard move, meaning which means I'm going to take a pretty big fall. So when you're rock climbing, let's say I'm six feet above my last piece of protection. Since I'm six feet above that, that means I'm going to fall 12 feet plus rope stretch. So probably more like 15, 20 feet, which is scary. And I just, I remember there's times where I just, I know I'm not going to do the move. I know I'm going to back down and it's like, I don't even know why I try, but there's other times where there's just this flip, there's this switch in your brain that it, once it flips, you, you just know you're going through it with, there's this utmost confidence and it's really that lack of hesitation. And I think with cold showers, the times I feel the absolute best is when there is not that hesitation. So for me, the cold showers, they're not so much, I, I do, I do believe there's health benefits of taking cold showers, but I think for me, the biggest benefit I notice myself is that minimizing again of that hesitation gap. And it's especially when I do it first thing in the morning, when I take a cold shower first thing in the morning, it just gets my mind in this amazing state where you've committed to something that you knew was going to be uncomfortable. You didn't hesitate. You did it. And I think that sets positive momentum. And even on the days where, you know, I might've like procrastinated a little bit or just didn't jump right in. You still, I still did it. And that again has a positive result. So there's like getting in the details and the nuance of minimizing that hesitation gap and trying to like perfect that or achieve strive and achieve excellence, minimizing that gap. But then there's also just the fact that, Hey, you took a cold shower. It's uncomfortable. It sucks. And it's building up this kind of mental callousing to other areas of your life. So those are my thoughts. And I think the comments were really, um, there's a lot of really productive comments. Let me pull this up real quick. Oh yeah. I liked, um, Kim shout out to Kim. She had a great, uh, comment that I'd never really heard before. So she was talking about like, if she doesn't do it right, she ends up chilled for hours. She has sore joints, which I haven't experienced that specifically from the cold showers, but I remember being out in Montana, we were floating down a river and I just, this was like in maybe October, November, but I remember I just, I was hypothermic for sure. And just the rest of the day, I just kind of felt sore, achy, tired. So I could see how living up where uh, Kim lives in Northern Minnesota, you don't necessarily need to seek out additional uh, cold exposure or environmental conditioning when it's already like negative 40. I also love Earl's story of when he was kind of first getting into the Wim Hof method, 
he was he was hearing these reports of people doing these like epic epically long cold showers and he's up in the arctic going man like am i getting soft up here what's going on but those folks were like in indonesia like very warm temperate climates and you know what's funny is i was thinking about this like i actually i'm drawn to the cold showers more so in winter time versus summertime and i was thinking about that i think it's to make sure I'm getting that kind of cold exposure, environmental conditioning that is appropriate to the season. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say like you shouldn't, it's not, you shouldn't do cold showers in the summertime or when it's hot, but in our temperature controlled climate, it's like you could, you could literally never feel cold ever if you really wanted to, especially with the the gear we have these days. So I think there's just something where I'm drawn to it more, it's like a seasonal thing. I'm drawn to it more when it's cold out, making sure I'm getting that stimulus. And again, in summer, it's just, it's more just fun. Jump in the mountain lake, jump in the creek, in the Rockies here in Colorado. There's no like pleasant swimming lakes or rivers. They're all snow melt, icy cold. So it could be 95 degrees down here in Boulder, jump in the creek. It's like ice water. So I feel you came up up north. But yeah, those are my thoughts. I love, I love, love, love when we get these kind of conversations going on the monkey wild. I know I'm not, I'm far from the most active member, but I do check in and I appreciate the stuff you guys put on there. So stoked for what's ahead. And just a reminder, we've got the wild day challenge coming up June 1st through June 21st. It's going to be a 21 day challenge. It's free. It's going to be all about getting out, working out outside. And we'll also have some kind of sub challenges throughout the weeks. And then the pinnacle will be the Masogi days, which is, let me double check my dates here, making sure I'm right. I just got a new phone. Okay. So Masogi days are going to be Friday, June 17th through Sunday, June 19th. And those will be some exceptionally wild challenges. So keep an eye out for that. We'll, we're going to really dive into the challenge and start dripping some content in May. Speaking of Neon Buffalo, we'll roam again here soon. So keep an eye out for those details. Drop that tease and uh, we'll have some more information for you guys soon. All right. Thanks for the conversation starter. Chris, you're a wild man. Everyone, take a cold shower. It'll make you wilder. And for those of you working through the body hardening manual, let me go through here real quick. You've got you've got some wildness ahead, some body hardening ahead. So keep on with it. Really stoked to hear the feedback from how uh, the program treats you guys. So I appreciate you all. Much love. Stay wild.